Hey there, Burn In Teachers. Welcome to episode 189 of the Burn In Teacher Podcast. Today is meeting four, and we're going to dive into chapter three of my book, Hacking Teacher Burnout. Today, we're going to talk about R, reflect and take action on your challenges. And we are going to use this as an opportunity to rise through our challenges, rise from our challenges, and seek solutions. So let's dive in and start becoming solution seekers, shall we? Your choice to begin and continue working in education should not be taken lightly. But how do you manage it all while keeping that fire burning bright so you can show up in your classroom and in life as your best self every day? That's what this show is all about. Welcome to the Burned In Teacher Podcast. I'm Amber Harper, classroom teacher, author of Hacking Teacher Burnout, and with more and more teachers quitting the profession or accepting hashtag teacher misery as their forever reality, I step in as your teacher burnout coach to help you take your next best steps to creating a happier and more fulfilled career and life. Now, let's take one more step forward and out of burnout together so we can burn on, shall we? Let's go. Hello and welcome in to episode 189. I am jumping in here really quickly to share some reflections again from the Facebook community. You all have really been showing up and I am so grateful that you're not just showing up for the Facebook community and for me by going through the book, uh, you know, week by week during the summer book study series, but you're showing up for yourself and that gets me so, so excited. So I actually have two things to share with you. The first thing I wanna share is we got a really lovely review on Apple Podcasts and I wanted to share that with you. So this is from Sarah L22 and she said, much needed optimism in a sea of negativity. It's so easy to get sucked into the negative miserable teacher algorithm on social media. While it can be nice to commiserate at times, it's ultimately unhelpful for educators that don't plan on changing careers. This podcast really motivates and inspires me to be the best teacher I can be while upholding boundaries that sustain this career. Sarah, thank you so, so much for saying this. This is one big reason that I do the podcast because, you know, there are teachers out there like us, but they don't know who to talk to. They don't know if they're feeling crazy because they want to be positive and proactive about their career. And I know exactly what you're talking about with the negative teacher algorithm on social media. It is so much more popular to to, you know, either make jokes about how awful teaching is or how awful the students are or how awful administration is than it is to talk about how you're being proactive about your situation and really how you may even really enjoy it like I do at this point in my career. It's way less popular to talk about those things than the negative. So thanks again, Sarah, for your lovely comment and your five-star rating. And if you would like to leave a rating and review of the Burden Teacher podcast, I really would appreciate it so, so much. It helps other teachers who are struggling in isolation to find us, to find these conversations, and to find inspiration to move through their burnout. So if you go to Apple iTunes and you scroll, you know, obviously obviously tap on Burned In Teacher, scroll down a little bit to the bottom and you'll see your ability to leave a five-star rating and a review. And if you do so, I am happy to give you a shout out here on the Burned In Teacher podcast. The other reason that I'm jumping in here today before this episode starts is I want to also give a shout out to another teacher who is really investing their time and energy into themselves this summer. 
Erica NT inside of the Burned In Teacher Podcast Facebook community. She left a really detailed reflection on the introduction and uh, the, the prologue and the first couple of steps inside of, burn, of Hacking Teacher Burnout. So I want to share those with you today. So first of all, uh, in the introduction, she was really open and honest about where she has been. She said, I'm burned out and unbalanced, overwhelmed with momming, teaching, all of the other school responsibilities and trying to start my business. I think I'm in a stage three. I have been trying a lot of new things this year. First, by realizing I probably have ADD. I've worked on putting processes into place to help me um, navigate, remember things, and stay on top of my work tasks. I've tried new things in terms of communicating with parents more frequently, which has helped this to not feel as overwhelming since parents are not just hearing from me about the negative things. Outside of work, I have found mentors and coaches that are helping me to listen to my body and its needs and work on strategies for writing and illustrating books, as well as for building my business. I am so excited to hear that you've really dug in your heels to help yourself. Like you're not waiting for anybody to come in and save you, Erica. And I am just so proud of you that you're seeing progress in your mental health and that you are finding a passion outside of teaching. You know, helping to illustrate books, that's so amazing. That's a special talent and gift and strength that you have and you sharing that with the world only puts out into the universe that you want more for yourself in terms of how you're feeling about your ability to extend your reach and possibilities beyond being a teacher. And if you want to, do those two things at the same time or eventually make a transition. But all of that is up to you. And we will get more into Extend Your Reach and Possibilities when we reach that chapter in a few weeks. And today we are going to be talking about reflecting on your challenges. And this is a perfect sort of intro and lead into what we're going to talk about today. Because if you are finding that you're having tr- trouble with ADD or you are having trouble with communicating with parents, we have to become solution seekers. We can't keep focusing on the problems. And that's what today's episode is all about. So let's go ahead and dive in. And again, I really encourage you to dive into the Facebook community for the Burned In Teacher podcast. Go to facebook.com slash groups slash Burned In Teacher. Join us and you can either lurk and read other people's stories and um, engage in my posts or you can share your own wins along uh, as we're going through this book study together this summer. All right, let's dive in to today's episode all about reflecting on your challenges. Burn on. You know, there are a lot of little mini stories that I have about the multitude of challenges that I have faced in my life, and not just my adult life, um, but I'm talking high school, middle school, elementary school. And one instance of a challenge that um, finally came to light, and, and not in a way that I had planned it to, happened close to after uh, the breakdown that I had in 2014. So this would have been closer to 2015, probably the beginning of 2015. Actually, it was. It was January 2015. I remember specifically having another breakdown in our kitchen, yet another. (laughs) And in this specific scenario, Jeff and I were standing in our kitchen And we still lived in our hometown where we had both taught for eight plus years. We were standing in the kitchen and I was just crying and complaining again. (laughs) And at this point, 
I didn't even work at the school anymore. I had left. Um, and, and I was working at the nonprofit at this time. And finally, Jeff looks at me and he said, what do you want? And I said, it just, it just came out. It just flew out of my mouth. I don't want to live here anymore, I remember saying. And I remember him turning ghostly white. And I said, no, I, I want to live with you. I just don't want to live here anymore. And I, I tell that story now and it makes people laugh and, you know, it's a good icebreaker. But the root, the, the main reason that I'm sharing this with you is that I was having all sorts of challenges. I was having challenges with people I was working with. I was having challenges with, you know, a multitude of things. And to keep this story quick, you know, quick and to the point, those were all surface level challenges. But when I dug deeper and when Jeff finally asked me that, that question at the right time and the right place, there was an underlying challenge. There was an underlying issue. And isn't this so true of what we see happen with our students, right? Like we are helping other students to get underground, you know, like get deep into their challenges so we can understand these surface level behaviors, right? And these surface level choices. And that's what this chapter is all about. It is all about getting to the root challenge that is causing all of the surface level frustration and challenges. Because gosh, when we, when I told Jeff that I didn't want to live there anymore, after he realized that, in fact, I wanted to, you know, still stay married to him, um, he goes, I don't either. Let's sell the house. And see, I told myself for so long that I couldn't be honest about the fact that, you know, this house that we had, you know, dreamt about having our own land and having all this space was not what I thought it was going to be. And it turns out, he didn't want to have that conversation either because we didn't want to let the other person down. And that's what this chapter is really meant to do is to help you to get to the root cause so that you are empowered to have those hard conversations and to empower yourself to know that how you feel is how you feel. And unless we talk about it, they will continue to eat away at us. And you might say that certain things are out of your control when they actually are, and vice versa. You might think you want to try to control certain things that you can't. I told myself for years that, you know, we've only lived here for two or three years. Like, why would we move again? Um, we had already moved several times. You know, we were in college, we got our first house, and now we were in this house. And it turns out it was pretty darn easy for us to move. And I know that that's a privilege, but. We sold our house on Facebook in three days that winter. Three days. And we had multiple offers. So all of these stories I was telling myself about, I can't do this, we'll never be able to do this, I'm stuck here, you know, all these things that we talked about in previous chapters were lies. And I was keeping myself stuck. We both were. And we still talk, we've lived in the town that we live in now for close to seven years, and we still talk about how grateful we are that we did the scary thing and that we got honest with ourselves about what was causing us to be miserable. And part of that was where we were living. And I just, I want that so badly for you. So we're going to dive into this chapter right now. And let me be super clear, like 
picking up and moving is not going to solve everybody's problems. You know, some people aren't able to do that. Sometimes it's not that easy, and sometimes that's not even what you want. But for our family, it really was the right thing to do. Okay, so I just wanted to make sure that I was very clear about that. So in this chapter, we are going to help you to rise from those challenges and to seek solutions. All right, so I'm dying to know what are the three action steps from pages 81 and 80 through 86 that you chose to take. So my favorite always and forever will be, can I or can't I control this? It's one of my favorites forever. Um, it's at the top of my list of things to stop and think about when I'm beginning to feel really frustrated or victimize myself or realize that. Amber, you're becoming a control freak in different situations, okay? And I know that I'm speaking to a population of type A perfectionist control freak people pleasers, okay? I'm not name calling. I'm, I am calling out what I hear and what I see a lot when people are really struggling with burnout. So let's jump into the blueprint for full implementation. Oh, and by the way, please share what action steps you're taking and even share a picture of what you're taking action on inside of the Burned In Teacher Podcast Facebook community, will you? We would love to see it. So diving into the blueprint, how have you or how can you use radical acceptance in your life in the future? Okay, there are a lot of things in my life that I used to try to control or I would let control me and control my mood that I simply had to accept as the way that life is, all right? That's what radical acceptance is, accepting life on life's terms. You might not agree with it, but it is truly what it is, and there is nothing that I can do about it, or at least nothing that I'm choosing to do about it because it's not my role. It's not my core value in life. It's not my mission, right? Um, If I wanted to change those things, I could, but maybe I don't want it to change that bad enough for, for me, right? So this has been extremely helpful in me slowing down and deciding what I will and will not get worked up about because there's a lot to get worked up about, right? So I highly suggest that you put the definition on repeat in your mind because there is a lot of room for radical acceptance in our profession. Hey, real quick, I'm jumping in here to let you know that if you're enjoying this summer book study series of Hacking Teacher Burnout, then you would be a perfect fit for Burned In Teacher University. And since you've dedicated yourself to this summer book club, I want to say thank you. So go to burnedinteacher.com course and enter the code book club, all one word, at checkout for $28 off of forever access to Burned In Teacher University. That's right. You can enroll today, right now, for $99. This online course is more than Hacking Teacher Burnout in course form. In my signature course, you'll find eight modules of video lessons and bonus resources where I'll guide you through my burned in process to help you move through the five stages of burnout. Each module includes self-paced video lessons incorporating a mindset focus and a time and energy focus to set you up for success as you implement the material. And that is something you won't find in the book. So go to burnedinteacher.com slash course and enter code BOOKCLUB, all one word, at checkout to get your money back for the $28 you've already spent. And I can't wait to see you inside the course that has changed my life and so many others from around the world. Now, back to the book study series. Step two of the blueprint is, (laughs) okay, I remember learning about subjunctives like back in 2012. I don't know exactly why this lesson that I was teaching my third graders stuck with me so deeply, probably because I found myself going there so often, you know, the shoulda, coulda, woulda, um, 
I we all can get lost in in those shoulda, coulda, wouldas a lot. But where do you find yourself adding subjectives like I should have done this or gosh, I could have done this if this wouldn't have happened or she wouldn't have done this and I would, you know, oh my gosh, it can just really drag you down. Like that's a different type of crab, <laughs> right? That keeps you stuck. So I'm curious about if you've noticed that language in your own life. In step three, we talk about personal and professional bias. And this is something we can all do better with, about calling out our bias in ourselves. And this is hard. It's a hard lesson to learn. It's hard to call yourself out on your own BS and your own biases. So after reading this section, I'd like you to call yourself out on your own bias. So list out those relationships that you're struggling with and then, you know, write out what assumptions you could be making about that person or that population or those kids in your class that could be controlling your outlook and your narrative about the situation. When you can do that and be really honest with yourself about the biases that you have been living with, you can begin to make some small changes, maybe even some big changes, and those will have a ripple effect, I promise. Step number four, okay, finally, now that you've learned how to break a challenge down, all right, so that's what step four is all about, breaking a challenge down to its root. Let's become solution seekers. So in this step, I want you to actually list the challenges that come to mind, those, those that are weighing the heaviest on the left. And then in the section on the right, we've provided you space to list possible solutions. So rather than focusing so hard on the challenge, we are instead focusing on what it is that we can possibly do about it, if anything. All right. Step five and six, this will help you to truly break one challenge and possible solution down to its smallest, minute, tiny thing that you can possibly do, or the reason that it is challenging you so much. And this is really going to help you to decide, my gosh, am I just trying to control everything? Am I trying to be a fixer of everybody else's struggles when I really should be focusing on mine? All right? This is going to help you to realize new ways of dealing with the challenge. And step six is literally one of my favorites. When you literally physically sit inside of your challenges and think about how you feel versus writing out those solutions and literally sitting inside of them, you'll understand when you read it if you haven't already. It changes your perspective so much. Like you have to decide, is this what I want to allow to influence? Is this what I want to surround myself with? is challenge after challenge after challenge or do I want to I do I want to surround myself with solutions. And I'm going to tell you I'm going to choose that option B every time. I always want to see the possibilities. I always want to see the opportunities. I always want to see I always want to see a way for me to be able to grow. If you've ever heard the quote, if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. I live by that. And yes, it's not it's not fun, right? Like you're not smiling through the hardship, right? Like it's hard. Like I literally cried in my classroom the other day after my kids went to lunch. It was a hard day, okay? What was it meant to teach me? What did I learn from it? I learned I have a lot of patience and a lot of grace, but I can only handle so much. And then I need to step out sometimes and take a break when when things are especially challenging. That's what I learned that day, that it's okay for me to say to my administration, I need a break. I need a break or I need 
this child or this situation to be moved to a different location because I have reached my threshold. And to be honest with yourself about that. Okay? So that's all for this big book club meeting. I would love for you to join us next week when we dive into hack number four. I love this chapter. This is one of my top three again. Nurture your habits and strengths. So go ahead and read pages 101 through 118. Let us know what's resonating with you in the Burden Teacher Podcast Facebook community. Ask questions if you need to gain some clarity. We are not – I am not the only one who's going to answer your questions. There are people – from all over the world who are joining this book study series this summer. So there are going to be a lot of great conversations happening. And of course, you can always connect with me on Instagram at Burned In Teacher. I cannot wait to dive into hack number four with you next week. I'll see you then. Take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a Burned In Teacher. Burn on. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. To keep this conversation going, connect with me on Instagram at burnedinteacher. I'm always ready and willing to have a conversation with you about your burnout and ways I can help you to move through it. If you're looking for support in growing through your burnout in ways you never thought possible, check out my online course, Burned In Teacher University at burnedinteacher.com course. I'll see you in the next episode. Burn on.